welcome to your self-love sanctuary. Sessions to bring you home wherever you are. This podcast is best listened to in a cozy environment. Relax, unwind, and listen in. This is your time to just be. A dedication or a devotion to your soul growth and to your personal growth. This weekend when I hosted a in-person private retreat, we'll call it a soul love session. So this has been the first in-person event that I've done in I think over two years. And as you know, in the last half a year or so, I myself have been really amping up the level of dedication to my own vibration, my own authenticity, my own truth. And that has been showing up every day, regardless of how I feel, showing up and doing those practices the stretching, the dancing in front of the mirror with the candles lit, the EFT tapping practice that I've done, that I do, that has taken layers and layers and layers of stuck energy and transformed that into tears that also transforms into a lightness I'm really seeing the layers of hardening, really. Instead of hardening, I'm, I'm seeing and feeling myself blossoming into authenticity and into just meeting this world how my soul wants to meet it, which is beautiful. But yes, I have some low days. Absolutely, we all do. So every time I speak of this, I always love to remind you that I'm not always, oh yeah, everything's perfect, everything's happy. It's a process. But when we dedicate ourselves to these processes, it's so much easier to come back to center. Our connection to our inner being So now I'd love to talk about this soul love session and how I really, really noticed the connection with the depths of who I am and like all of the self-healing work I had been doing on myself and how that translated into just the most healing, magical, easeful day for myself and for the people who attended. So even things like the preparation. So in the past, when I would do these at the yurts, it would be a lot of prep, a lot of 
it never felt organized. I'm going to be authentic here. The, the before the events, we always poured so much love in and it was always a beautiful, seamless experience. But my own self, my own self-discipline for being organized and let's use this example. I would never have my car packed the night before. I'd bring all kinds of things to the event. I'd be printing out waivers and workbooks the morning of, like that was the past me and I'd always pull it off. I'm somebody who really loves to work under pressure, I think, but I would never be able to set that foundation of a peaceful morning before the event began. I would always make sure to take a neighborhood walk with my coffee and my dog at the time, Roxy. We would go for a neighborhood walk before I would head out to the retreat. This time around, I had everything packed the night before, workbooks were printed. I, the night before, also was able to spend time peacefully in the kitchen. I chose to create snacks that I felt were a delicacy because I really wanted my retreat guests to feel just that feeling of being pampered. So I made chocolate dipped strawberries and energy balls, pumpkin energy balls. And I also chose these because they are so, they're such a treat, but they're also healthy-ish and they are very easy to make. They're, they don't take a whole lot of time. So I found myself in the kitchen listening to music I love. Melting the chocolate, dipping the strawberries, thinking, wow, this is a beautiful treat. I should make these even for myself some night when I want to have a little self-love. And then as I was making the energy balls, I felt my dog Roxy, her presence there, because I think many of you know she has passed, and it was one of the biggest losses I've ever had in my whole life. And in the last year of her life, her stomach was a little bit sensitive, what we would do is we would have cans of pumpkin puree and we would open those cans up and put a little bit of puree on her food just to make it easier for her stomach. So I didn't really think of it until I was opening that can of pumpkin. Just that act of getting the can opener out and opening that can of pumpkin. It just felt such a, such a memory of her and it was beautiful and it was just, I was so grateful that I randomly chose pumpkin energy balls to make. I texted Tyson and I was like, yeah, guess who I'm thinking of, Roxy. And so he had a nice moment there too, so we both had that beautiful memory. And then, so I had those done, and then the next morning I woke up, and yeah, I was not running around, everything was prepared. So, I had a nice long shower, 
I then made myself a green smoothie and I sat in the massage chair looking at the birds at the feeders and then I did a meditation I did some stretching and then it was time to go I got in the car and I was on my way the drive was awesome this event was in a town called Sussex this town brought me so many beautiful memories from my past because in my younger days I would have seasons passes to the Poli Mountain ski hill so that would be what I would do for fun like we'd go up in the evenings we'd go up every weekend and that was where I found a lot of pure bliss pure joy and lately I haven't allowed myself to go snowboarding because my fearful mind is like oh you don't want to break anything you don't want to hurt yourself you're not as fearless as you were back then but I actually driving there and just feeling the joy of seeing the same highway that we would drive and seeing the hills as you roll in being reminded of that feeling I would get when I would leave the hill that satisfaction of your whole body feeling the burn your empowerment being sparked because of meeting new friends there and trying new tricks and just listening to tunes as you snowboard like amazing amazing memories so I think that was a takeaway too for myself like a reminder what are some things that you're not doing that you could be doing like to even look even deeper what is it that your inner critic is telling you you can't do we're meant to feel joyous we're meant to live the pleasures of this life and if it sparks joy you gotta do it so right now it's feeling quite spring-like but if we get another snowstorm I'm going snowboarding I've decided I also on the way I listened to something very grounded by a new friend of mine her name is Starbabe Oracle on Instagram and she was doing this guided visualization and she was infusing Reiki energy out to her listeners so I had that on my speakers and I loved that and then all of a sudden it started to freeze and I was like okay perfect that means it's time for me to turn the radio on and listen to some music I love treating life like that treating life like it is a conversation with the divine so that means following excitement and if something isn't working out trusting that okay what's the what's the next thing trusting that okay this visualization was great it's freezing up instead of fighting with that flow let's turn on some music song after song moved me no surprise I arrived at the house that I was facilitating this event at I had never seen the home before I rolled in at exactly 11 11 and I thought hmm 
I think that's a good sign. So I, I walk in. She's slicing apples in her kitchen, preparing a light snack for later. I'm bringing in all of my big boxes of beautiful items to create sacred space down in her basement where we were having our retreat. So I brought many things. I brought a beautiful altar for the center of our circle that had pine cones and rose quartz crystals and wooden hearts and things of that nature. I had baby's breath sprinkled all throughout that as well, those flowers. It was beautiful. I had my twinkle lights in the background. We had pillar candles everywhere. I brought floor cushions for everybody and we had extras for extra comfort. I brought all of the touches that I would have at a typical retreat and more. I brought my yoga bolsters so that it was really comfortable for us. Everyone brought their own yoga mats. I brought extra blankets, eye pillows. I even brought two of the heating pads that I have at my home. I brought those for extra comfort. So all of these things are what I do authentically and naturally. And it's such a joy to be able to bring that in to share with other people. The setting up of sacred space is so meaningful to me and it's such a pleasure to be able to do that. But then even deeper than that is bringing all of the stuff that I embody in my spiritual practices and being able to share it with others. I think that's huge too. Why I'm choosing to speak of this and share this with you. Like I said earlier, the work we do are on ourselves. It is embodied in us on a cellular level. As long as you're trusting and tapped into your inner being, into source, you will share what needs to be shared. I was overly prepared for this event. I had a crazy curriculum lined up. My inner critic told me to print out desire map workbooks because two of the girls who were there, they had been to a desire map retreat that I had hosted a few years ago. And they were like, we would be interested in desire map stuff. So the crutch of the desire map, I brought Danielle Laporte's workbooks with me. The beautiful thing that happened was I really saw the teacher in me come through, like the trust in what I have to share come through. We did one exercise from that workbook and they will have that workbook to do on their own time. What I did is I just naturally tapped into what we needed to cover in the five hours that we were together. And I did that by asking a few prompting questions and reading the energy of the people there and how the day was going. And I shared many things, many practices that have helped me in the last half a year. There were some breakthroughs. There were some beautiful transformational breakthroughs. 
I led a healing EFT tapping circle. We all had something to release and we did this together in circle and there were definitely tears. It's such a good sign when you have tears show up when you're doing releasing work because that means that transformation is happening. And so I'm so grateful that I was able to share all of this stuff that has helped me in this retreat and to have given them practices that they'll be able to use at home in their everyday life. These healing modalities are very easy to do and with the right amount of self-love and self-dedication, you just show up for yourself and you show up for others. So our day, let me tell you a little bit about our day. It was so magical. I sat up downstairs. I uh, had shared my oracle cards with them upstairs as they arrived. So they all got to sit in the living room with a pot of dandelion tea with oat milk. I wanted to share that with them because that's like a beautiful coffee substitute. They pulled their oracle cards, got to ground into the day, received their messages of what they needed, what they needed guidance on. And of course, every one of them pulled cards that were totally lined up with what they were going through at that moment. Then they came down to the sacred space and they were like, wow, you know, it's like such a lovely thing to walk into a sacred container where the facilitator has set the intention, taken the sage, deep intention of what this day is going to be. Say a little bit of an energetic prayer, think of each participant and connect with them energetically. I have my own little ceremony that I do before the day begins. And then when they came down, we just enjoyed our day and there was meditations, there was release work, there was journaling, there was sharing, there was dancing. And there was just this sacred container of like-minded people who are there to transform and we're always so rewarded when that happens. We then went for a nature break outside where I brought them more tea. Another one of my favorite teas by P-U-K-K-A Herbs. Black Current Beauty. If you see that at the store, I highly recommend it. It's so aromatic and there's a lot of layers to it. It's a lot more depth than many herbal teas I've tried. So I highly recommend you trying that. And they were outside and they were doing the activity that I had for them, which was all about bringing presence in. 
And then we came inside. We had a lovely snack break where I had the snacks I had brought in. And each of the participants also brought snacks. So we had like this awesome platter of fancy cheeses and crackers. And we had diced up apples with cinnamon and raspberries. It was so delicious. Had a little bit of conversation, lighthearted, and then it was back down to our healing cave with all of the rose quartz and the salt lamps and the candles and the blankies. And the day went by so quick, but it was just everything we needed. We did more healing work. We had a closing ceremony. And then they all were heading to the hot tub because this was a very small gathering. It was the host and her two best friends. And uh, she had a six-person hot tub out there in her beautiful yard. And so I was going to just do the cleaning up downstairs. They were going to go do that. But no, they invited me into the hot tub with them. So here I find myself after a magical day of leading this magical group. I'm there in the evening, winding down before my drive home with a drink, a hot tub, and just awesome conversation. I had a conversation with the host after everyone had left, and it was a conversation that I needed to hear, and I feel my guides put me in that hot tub with her to hear it drove home that night after blissfully packing up, wrapping up my things and thinking, wow, this is work? Really? <laughs> it's just an example of the beauty of alignment, of just not overthinking things and just being you and challenging yourself to do things the right way instead of procrastinating like because the energy of going into this event, being totally prepared, arriving at 11-11, everything going so smooth. It just felt really nice, like the first event after two years to have gone so perfectly. What you want to do with your life, the calling you may have, it may not feel like it's common it may not feel like you can do this for work but I want to tell you the only thing you need to worry about is alignment align with the truth of what you're good at what you have to share what you have to bring and that's it align and be rewarded you were given your unique ideas, your unique gifts, your interests for a reason. All of the pursuits you've done in your past have led you to this point. You will never feel ready. And if you're like me, you will never feel enough. But you are ready. And you are enough. And many, many healers and light workers never feel enough. Just don't listen to that. 
step into your truth. Step into what you're here to do, what you're here to be. And if you don't know what your truth is yet, step into self-dedication, self-love. Often what we heal the most is what we're here to help with. I am going to read a card for you before I go. Think of your life right now. Think of what you're going through, what you're feeling, what you're healing. What do you need sweet, sweet guidance on? Okay, the card we have. I hope I pronounce this right. Excuse me if I don't. Anima Mundi. So there is a star. This is the very last card of the deck. So this deck, it has the selves. It starts with the selves, the places, the tools, the initiations. And this is the very last card of the initiations. So the initiations in this deck are similar to the major arcana in the tarot. They represent really big moments, junctures, and situations. The soul of the world, all that is. Anima Mundi, the principle accept all, reject none. Simply put, it is the living soul of the world in all of its multifaceted, multidimensional layers, bonded together by loving cosmic forces. Diversity is celebrated. Embrace. Constructs of separation dissipate into the wonderful mess of shared consciousness. Anima Mundi is the link between the literal and the imaginal, the rational and the mystic. It is the connective fiber that makes life meaningful. This card indicates an initiation on the level of the soul. You will awaken the unique light within and witness how this light contributes to the radiance of the entire universe. You will sense yourself as a critical note in the cosmic orchestra. Destiny is altered as you hear the enchanted melody of all living things. The energy behind the world card in the tarot deck both carry themes of universal unity, completeness, and embrace. The embrace of Anima Mundi is available anytime, anywhere, to anyone, day or night, rich or poor. It is a process of unveiling our resistance to its love. When light tending to the sacred details of life. 
and when dark, overwhelmed by the bigness of existence. I hope that that spoke to you. I'm sure it did. How beautiful. So how can you tend to the sacred details of life? A reminder to accept all, reject none. And that includes yourself too. Accept yourself in all aspects. Yes, you may need healing, but still accept yourself along the journey. And it's not about someday, it's about now. You are ready. So love you very much. I'm so grateful for our soul love. Bye for now. Sending love. <laughs>